Hey guys, I'm Alan Beek and welcome to Barber Soup, my unedited and unscripted Thinking Out Loud podcast. I'm going to be sharing my personal experiences and discussing topics related to the hair industry and my journey so far. So sit back, relax, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Can you believe that after all of this time of doing the podcast, that I end up doing the podcast in the in my car out of necessity and didn't actually look at the dynamics and the acoustics of a car. It's an enclosed space, it's nice and warm, it's comfortable, it's clean most of the time when the kids haven't been in it and the dog hasn't been running around. But it's all padded and the acoustics are perfect because obviously it's got a, a, like a little padded ceiling. I might as well have egg cartons everywhere. But enough about the car and my vessel or the vessel in which I'm doing the podcast. <clears throat> Let's crack on with this one. Okay, okay, okay. So, the last few episodes we focused on you and the emphasis that in order to grow, you really have to know yourself and which includes being brutally, brutally honest. It involves things like moving away from toxic people and digging out your weaknesses so we can put systems or mechanisms in place to turn those weaknesses into strengths. So after I do my morning walks, I I get some really, really nice messages. Most people agree with the things I say and some people don't. And if they challenge something, if they challenge something I've got to say, it's never a bad thing. The entire podcast is subjective. My opinion is is literally all I'm projecting out. In a morning, that's subjective. My podcast, it's my opinion. It's things that have worked for me and it's things that I want to share in the hope that it helps other people. And I reiterate that all the time because the more that you reiterate, the more that you rehearse something, the more that you remember it. But I always welcome someone who has something opposing to what I've got to say because that's what makes us an individual. It's what makes us unique. No two people in the world are the same. One thing that you have to remember every single day so you don't go around punching people or throwing chairs at them is that everybody is completely different. Their opinion is theirs and it can be the complete opposite of yours. But everyone is entitled to their own opinion. And I love to hear it from from the other side. So let's say, for example, cold water therapy is something that I'm absolutely massive into. And someone sent me a list of all the reasons why it's bad for you. To which I replied, have you ever done it yourself? And they replied with, no, because it's bad for you. Now, obviously, the best reply I could give was, don't knock it until you've tried it. Because... This is just completely ignorant. Someone who's just seeing it from one side, they've only looked at the the negatives and they've not looked at the positives. I actually can't think of any fucking negative other than it's painful for a a few minutes. But there's always going to be good points and there's always going to be bad points in everything you do. And I'm constantly moving around like a bull in a china shop. If I ever get five minutes between clients, I jump on my phone to do emails, I do messages... Anything that just keeps me busy. And I'm exactly the same at home. I'll always make sure I'm doing something. And this is what some people would call toxic productivity disorder. Some people say it's a bad thing. Some people say it's a good thing. But again, it's down to the beholder and what they think. And personally, I think it's not the worst trait to have in the world. I've had some bad traits in my life. And if I like keeping myself busy, then there's no need to put a label on it. Especially 
when when the word disorder is at the end of it and i had a little look into it all and do you know what mate if you've got that kind of personality that kind of trait it's not a bad thing to to have if you like to get shit done you like to get shit done i like to grow and i like to move forward it's as simple as that and the only way in which you can move forward is by planting seeds as previously discussed uh, networking being organized and just putting your foot down I am the most impatient person in the world. So if there's something that needs doing, I like to get it done and have the benefits of the results or see the fruits of the labor. I'm an absolute dopamine queen and there's nothing better than releasing dopamine than getting jobs done. Ticking those boxes, getting things done, reaching targets, achieving goals, that is the key to my entire life. So over the last few months, I've been making notes on the feedback that I've been getting uh, on the podcast and putting some some basic answers to go from elevating your mood and to being more loved, which was a, which was a bit of a crazy one, really. But I wanted to try and involve as many things as possible in this podcast, things that people had requested, things that people had asked me to talk about. So here we go. One of the things that you can dictate whether you have a good day or a bad day is your mood. People don't realise that that is something that you have a choice of. You don't have a choice of it most of the times. It's just something that is magically there when you wake up. Your mood isn't always decided. You wake up, sometimes it's, it's Russian roulette. Some days we wake up in a good mood and some days we wake up in a bad mood. If you wake up happy and you feel productive, then win-win. If you wake up in a shitty mood, then there's always things you can do to change that. People don't realise that by doing something as little as 20 minutes walk or a 20 minute workout, it can change your mood for the rest of the day. Exercise is the best form of mood elevation. There isn't a pill or medicine that can replicate what exercise can do to you mentally and physically. It will make you release endorphins, which is a really powerful and happy hormone. Gives you more energy for the day. It promotes a better sleep pattern. It makes you nicer to the people around you, which is good if you work on it in a customer-based environment. And once you got into that habit of training, it could end up you losing weight. And if that's something that gets you down, something like your weight or your appearance, if you start to become happier with the way you look, <clears throat> you become happier and healthier and more confident full stop. Now, if you want to have something like more clarity or you want to think clearer, then a decent amount of sleep is essential. Your body has what's called a circadian rhythm. It knows exactly when to start. It knows when you, it knows when you want to wake up. It knows when you want to wait, wind down. And you'll release a sleep hormone called melatonin, if you guys have heard of it. And when your body gets these little cues like letting the dog out for a wee at the end of the night or when you start brushing your teeth or when you start turning all the lights off your body knows it gets these little physical cues starts to release melatonin and your body starts to prep itself for sleep but it's up to you of when you start that process off so if you leave it to midnight and you go through your nightly routine that's when you'll start to release melatonin if you start getting to bed at a decent time aim for as much sleep as possible and start that process a little bit earlier so even if you just brought it forward an hour and you got that extra hour in bed you would find yourself getting up a little bit earlier and you'd have a more of a productive day i've got two kids and during the night 
we play musical beds and we don't want to but that's just kids and I have no idea what bed I'm going to wake up in some days but I know if I've got to be up at 6am I need to be in bed for 9pm I'll read for an hour then I'll try and go to sleep if you struggle to wind down then try meditation everyone looks at meditation and they'll they'll laugh at it and you don't have to be sat in a tent with a gong next to you to meditate you don't have to have your sit your your legs crossed sat with your back upright and with your fingers clenched and you on your on your knees i lie on the floor next to my bed i stretch out crack my back and then i do a, a little bit of breath work which is just in through the nose and out through the mouth and i do that for about three or four minutes every night and it's just like ritual obviously one i stretch out my back because of work it's a bit of a nightmare but my body and my mind knows at this point because of this cue that i give it because i do that every single night this ritual it knows that it's time to start shutting down the next point i've got here is understanding people now understanding people is one of the hardest things that you'll ever do and honestly i've searched high and low for the answers on people's behavior and i'm more likely to find fucking narnia than i am the reasons why they act the way they do but if you want to understand people better or know more about the world then read 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 i cannot stress enough how much your life will improve once you start reading in terms of reducing stress and fighting symptoms of depression anxiety all you have to do is start once you do start reading you will be terrible but remember the saying you don't have to be great to start something but you do have to start something to be great the chimp the chimp paradox is a book that i recommended in season one and it gives you a real deep deep insight into people and the way theirs and your brain works and it allows you to excuse me it allows you to empathize with people a lot more and it stops you from wanting to kick them in the face i think when someone said to me what did you think of the book i said i've actually got a lot more tolerance of people now that i've read the book and i don't feel like hitting people anymore or at least swearing them but reading you know it will increase your cognitive function and it makes work it makes life more bearable and it increases your vocabulary somebody actually said to me once you say that you read a lot but then why do you still swear i said what what relevance does that have they said well someone with a broader vocabulary shouldn't be swearing i said well if i say fuck or shit i'm just really emphasizing the phrase i'm trying to get across if you look at like gary v look at the way that he curses and the way that he swears and there is a really really good video of him explaining to a woman of the reason why he swears one it's because he chooses to it's fucking it's his life he can do it and three it gets his point across more if i want to get my point across more in a text i'll put it in bold or i'll put it in capital letters if i want to get my point across more verbally and speak to someone i'll swear whether i'm angry upset or happy i can be really happy and say you fucking legend you fucking superstar and it's just exaggerating my point so it has nothing to do with vocabulary but reading will increase your vocabulary if you want to understand more about yourself then listen to what i said in the previous episode about being honest and use that journal that i keep telling you to buy and some people have bought them 
and they have sent me pictures of, the, of them buying it but write down things like your emotions write down how certain situations have made you feel when you're angry write down why you're angry and who you're angry at write down what makes you happy what makes you emotional and all the reasons why and this is a better way of understanding yourself if you're going to start looking into understanding other people you've got to understand yourself first and the same goes for helping others the first two episodes were you 2.0 and the emphasis was on helping yourself and protecting your own being if you want to help others then you have to start by being kind to yourself and helping yourself grow once you do that then you've already started the process of helping others around you the better place that you are in yourself you'll radiate that energy you'll radiate that positivity and other people around you will feel it themselves and that is how you help other people around you if you're happier the people around you will be happier if you're in a better mood they'll be in a better mood it's as simple as that you're going to see in a video I did recently for the sponsors of the, the podcast who are obviously the uh, the booking app Booksy, and it was on how to motivate your staff and boost morale. Now, the last suggestion that I did was by creating laughter and having fun. If you want to learn fast, then it has to be done in a fun way. So one of the questions that I was asked was, how do I learn something and how do I learn it fast? And the best answer to give was to make it fun. No one liked school because it wasn't fun. It was shit. And only in something like science class, when something was set on fire, or we did PE because it was sport and we liked it and it was fun. If anyone was to pick a class in school that was the best, I would imagine the majority of people would say PE because it was fun. So if you want to learn something and you want to learn it quick, then the best way to do is just to make it more enjoyable. So PE, science, they were the classes that you learned the most in because you enjoyed them. It's as simple as that. And when you want to learn something, anything new, that learning process will happen a lot much quicker and you're likely to remember it a lot more, all the smaller details when you're having a good time doing it. So make sure you keep your eye out for that video. Uh, we played a little game of boiled egg roulette. So basically there was nine of us and we boiled eight of the eggs. One of them was raw. We all, we made obviously, obviously made sure that they were all cool. Then everyone has to slam it on their forehead and obviously one unlucky person gets the raw egg. And I won't do any spoilers, but it was fun. It was even more fun because it wasn't me. But all these methods of growing as a person are great. And if you use them and start to see changes in your life, don't become complacent. So obviously everything that I do, everything that I say, it's just about you growing as a person. But what can happen is we can see these tiny little incremental changes and these positives and we become complacent. What you have to do is be consistent with them. You have to keep them up. So there's something called the Sensodyne effect. Now, if you have sensitive teeth, you start using Sensodyne, which is for, obviously, it stops, it numbs your teeth a little bit, it stops them being so sensitive. So you use Sensodyne for two weeks and your teeth aren't as sensitive to heat or to cold. And then what happens is you stop using it, but then you start getting sensitive teeth again. Now that's because you've stopped using the toothpaste that gets you sensitive teeth. So in order to eradicate this Sensodyne effect, 
all the, the mechanisms, all the processes, all the systems that I tell you to do, you have to keep them up. You have to make them into a habit or a ritual so they don't leave you. If you want to grow and you want to grow fast, then the key is consistency. Now, that's with everything in life. That's with your diet. That's with your exercise, your daily routines, your work ethic. And people tend to see, like I said, all these small changes, but then they fall back into their old ways just because they've made some headway. I do it with my dieting and training. I'll make progress and I feel like I'm in good shape and then I'm, I'm dead happy with the way that I look and that happy with the way that I feel but then I will completely lose the plot and I'll eat, for example, I ate a full sticky toffee pudding and half a carton of ice cream this weekend and that was after a full meal. I had the night to myself, my mum my, my had the kids, Lindsay was watching Strictly Come Dancing live, obviously I was well gutted I wasn't there but never mind, she took a parent, she, well, she took a mum and her sisters, apparently it was a girly thing, yeah but I'm not going to um, dwell on that. I'll just watch it on TV instead. I'm not really a fan. Just a little secret one. But anyway, yeah, I had a full man meal. So I had like um, sweet potato fries. I had wings. I had ribs. I had a burger and coleslaw. And then I had a full sticky toffee pudding. And honestly, I'm not even lying here. And then I made the cardinal error afterwards. And I worked out that in just in the dessert alone, I'd eaten 2,400 calories. But fuck it. If you work hard and you're consistent and every now and again you want that little blowout and you've, you've earned it. You've got the reward. That's the reward. That's what you do. You, you reward. You do things. <clears throat> and you stay consistent and you work hard for those little rewards. I enjoyed it. I felt a little bit guilty afterwards, but then I did my own little mantra the mantras like I said in the first episode no I deserved it I've been consistent all week I've worked hard for it all week I've been consistent with my exercise I've been consistent with my diet and if I want to have a blowout I'll have a blowout now the last one which I found a bit strange really um, someone asked me how they could get people to like them more and love them more now this is a bit of a crazy one but i was having a good little think about it and i did read something in a book and i actually cannot even remember which one it was but love 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 i almost feel like i have to sing that there then the first one is to listen listen to love songs Read a lovely book, not like Fifty Shades of Grey, because that's a different kind of love. But, um, no, the, the best way to deal with an angry person is to shower, with them with, shower them with love. And if someone doesn't like you, shower them with love. And if you want others to love you, then you just have to love them. It's as simple as that. You do have a choice whether to love someone or not. And the more love that you have, the more love that you will receive. It's a choice to love someone and it's a choice not to. Remember the toxic people that we definitely don't want in our lives, we distance ourselves from. If people don't deserve your love, then fuck that, don't give it to them. But don't be shy on things like your kisses on texts. Don't be shy about telling people that around that you love them. If you're in a more of a loving mood, then I can guarantee that the people around you will love you more. Kill people with kindness. And when you make that choice to do that, 
you'll find that a lot more people around you will love you back. It's as simple as that. Um, that would be the only reason, the, the only thing that I could think of. How do I get people to love me more? And that would be to give more love. So the more love that you give, the more love that you'll get back. So yeah, well, I'm going to finish on that note and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Been nice and warm in my car. Thank you for listening as always. I always, always massively appreciate it if anyone does share it on social media. So please, if you do share it, make sure that you tag me in it so I can thank you personally. Uh, If you could leave a review, that would be great. It's something that I used to always ask for and I used to love seeing any of the feedback that I get on the actual podcast itself. Um, Sending all the love your way. And I hope everyone's uh, having a great week. Take care. And until next time, I will see you then.